Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. Welcome back, onesies, to the show that consistently brings you a standard level of mediocrity. It's the audience of one show on Conroe's 106.1 and 104.5 FM, streaming on IRLoneStar.com and available wherever you get your podcast from. I am Andrew, next to the guy who thinks a place is great if it has no windows. It's Dick. I'm down for the underground Schistler. What's up, buddy? Yeah. Happy President's Day, man. Underground. <laughs> Underground. You really don't like places that uh, have windows? Shoot. That's when you know it's good. That's when you know the stuff's going down. Well, you know, it's one of those things where you go into an establishment and you immediately get like, oh, these are the rules. <laughs> you know, when places don't have windows, I feel like anything can happen in here. It's kind of true. You know? There are no laws. <laughs> but then if you go to a nice place that has a lot of windows, it's like, yeah, I got to be all perfect in here. I got I to gotta mind my myself, be on my best behavior. And I, that's why I love going to places that don't have uh, stalls for the bathrooms like we talked about. Like, right. you know, it's going to be another party, man. It's like they don't care whatever you do in here because everyone's going to see it. And usually those are the trashiest places, too. And that's what I love. It's like you think it would be the opposite mm. where, like, if yeah, you, you had your think. own privacy, you can write on the walls. But no, they just write everything. It's like, oh, whatever. But, uh, yeah, it is President's Day. It is, man. It is. The county is closed, but the city is not. It was really yeah. creepy coming in. Cause our, I, I got good parking, so our, that was nice. Our lovely receptionist people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. are outside, and I was like, you guys are here and no one else is here. I wonder why they would let you want you to come in. I was actually a little bit surprised that, one, the door was unlocked, and two, that the receptionists were there to greet me as I walked in. I was expecting it to be a ghost town, but I did get a parking spot right up here like I was the mayor. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, now I... Uh, if you didn't know, we have like underground parking here, and it's always always get in trouble when I park there. You're down I'm, for the underground too, yeah. yeah. And because uh, they know my car now, and so they get mad at me when I because I don't have a spot, <laughs> but I just park in like the two hour parking. Uh, well, it's the one that constantly has the spare tire on it, right? Smoking a little bit from the back yeah. muffler has rats in the hood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So hot it's, pockets, it's hot pockets. I mean, I it's mean, pretty easy to to see that it's that it's your car. I'll never forget uh, the old city manager found me. He's like, oh. I need to talk to you. And I'm like, oh boy. And he's like, I don't, you can't park down there. You can't keep parking down there. And I was like, well, I'm only here for a couple hours. Like, I'm, I wouldn't park down there all day. It's two hour parking. No, no, it's, it's embarrassing. You need and, to move. <laughs> and, and I even told him, I was like, I understand the two hour parking thing. I'm not going to be here for eight hours and park down right. there. And typically, I park down there if I'm moving the waters or I'm carrying equipment in. And yeah, yeah, shorter like, distance. You don't want to have to go across yeah. the street or something. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, he always got on to me. Every single time, he found my car. And I was like, no, I was literally moving stuff. You can come up here and see all the stuff I just moved. He didn't care. You know, he just knows I'm not supposed to do that. And they wouldn't even give me a parking spot. I'm so, I was like, I'm the coolest the guy. I'm the coolest guy here. I, don't I, I just would have figured that you had your own reserve spot. Yeah. 
for the the blue bomber. Yeah. Dick, I got to ask you, what would you do in this situation, or what do you do in these types of situations? Because I'm sure that this has happened to you. Do you tell people when they have something, let's say it's food, yeah, 100%. on their face or in their teeth? Oh, yeah. You do? Okay. I think I'm fairly inconsistent on this, and I hate that. But so, for example, like if I'm having a conversation with my wife or somebody that I know really well, and they have something in their teeth or on their face, I'll say something. But where it gets a little bit inconsistent is if I don't really know the person. Like, say, maybe I'm at a party or yeah. something, and they're talking to me. And they've got something dangling from their face or something. I don't always say something. And I don't know why. Right? To me, it seems like if I were the person with the hunk of mozzarella in my beard, I'd want to know. But for whatever reason, I feel like embarrassed to say something to them. And you're saying, eh, I'll tell anybody in any situation. Yeah. That's, I wonder what that, if that's a personality thing. I wonder well, if I'm in the minority or it's if also you're the, in the minority. It's also the tact you use to tell them because mm-hmm. usually if it's something in your teeth you kind of like what i usually do is just do like this <laughs> i'll like I look them straight in the eye and mm-hmm. it's like yeah because you don't want to embarrass them and call them yeah. out of course everybody else there sees it right well <laughs> maybe maybe i'm really good at confusing people and so sometimes it works sometimes, <laughs> you don't say sometimes it doesn't work but yeah anytime especially like if you have something on your back or in your beard oh like somebody has slapped something on your yeah. back i'm like you got something on your back here man and yeah yeah I think for me, it actually becomes more of a personal thing and less of an embarrassment for them, but it's how disgusted am I by whatever they've got on their face? See, like, you like must... if, if they've got like a half a, a Cobb salad in their face and I'm disgusted by it, you know, I'm going to say something. But if it's something I can well, ride I, out for a little while, I'm I like, I was eh. going to go the other route. It's like, well, perhaps you don't like the person. <laughs> if I know you really well, I'm not afraid to touch you. Like if it's something like, okay, like I'm not afraid. Careful. <laughs> well, no, I'm more of a, like you got something in your eye or something like that. I'm like, hey, hold this real quick. And oh, then I'll grab it. you got to be careful. You're that guy. Well, I mean, like, if I know you now, if I didn't know you, I'd be like, I offer, I'm like, do you want me to get it? Or that's probably because you're also, you're also talking about stuff that you can't see yourself, right. Unless you have a mirror, and a lot of right. times it's you're in that situation, you're not around a mirror, and it's like you're you're almost got it. You yeah, oh, oh, <laughs> right. oh, here, just let me get it. You're annoying yeah. me. You're like, no, you, you do this on on their side, of it, and they do the opposite side of their yeah. face. And you're like, no, the other side of your face, and they do the. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, that's that's uh, I'm comfortable with that, and yeah, especially like like you said, you want to know, so you want right, and, right. I, this happened to me the other day. I was having a conversation with someone, and he had this long string of cheese hanging down oh. from his from his chin, and I'm like, I can't talk to you right now oh, with that like, thing dangling <laughs> down, you know, touch like an antenna or something. Well, so I finally had to say something. What I love is when I'm with my friends and they do that to me. They're like, Hey man, you got mustard on you, and I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> you just leave it. I was like, I don't care. I'm eating like. I'll fix it when I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Good grief. Especially with this, this halfway beard I'm growing. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'll wash up afterwards. I'm not really worried about it right now. <laughs> <laughs> or do you, do you ever come back with the, uh, I know, I know, I'm saving it for later. That's that's usually what I no, always say. No, I'm not. No, I'm just like, I don't care. So lame. I'm like, Such I a dad just, joke. I'm just like, whatever. Like, I'll get it later. I'm not worried about it. You do that enough, people are not going to tell you anymore. They're like, oh, Dick doesn't care. or you, Or they just think that you know. Well, I mean, yeah. Is that a Tic Tac on his lip? He knows. Don't I, worry about I'm it. Not, I'm not worried about it. You got, a, you got some white stuff on yeah, your nose. Yeah, I think that's one of his boner mints on his uh, lip. What man, is that? That's a freebie. <laughs> We're ready to go on he's a ride. Saving, he's saving it for later. I still can't get over those exist. Um, but yeah, speaking of uh, <laughs> boner stuff, uh, did you have a what? good? Did you have a good Valentine's Day? 
<laughs> we already covered this. That was last week. I know, but we actually had yeah, a Valentine's. No, uh, sure, man. It was it was amazing, full of romance and wonderment. Yes, I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Moving on. No, I, it was fine, man. Yeah. I, like again, we don't really do much for Valentine's Day. We do just enough, the card and the, the flowers and whatever. You know, Cover so my basis, so to speak. It's funny, because I, I wanted to talk about this, because this is post-Valentine's Day, and, and I saw my father got all his daughter, like my two sisters and my mom and his mom, flowers. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, that's a, that's a nice gesture. Gesture? Gesture is a gesture. It's gesture. Gesture with gesture. a G. Gesture. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And but I like just say gesture. That's better. I like guess sure. Uh, but I was thinking to myself, I was like, well, that's kind of de- that's not the point of Valentine's. Is it the point of Valentine's Day for your significant other, or is it for somebody you love? Because my mother also got flowers from her sister, mm-hmm. and I thought that was really interesting because it's one thing to have sympathy for someone who's alone, and you're like, oh, let's make sure we send them flowers, let them know they're loved. But it's like my mom got all these flowers from people, and I'm like, oh, dang, how many dates you got? So I think I, I think the rules are you can technically get somebody, anybody, something for Valentine's Day, which is why when you go to the grocery store, you'll see like general or friends. It's real, just like, hey, I'm glad okay. you're my friend. I'm glad you're in my life. All the way to the ones see, that I are need to, romantic. And I'm trying to turn my life around time. and get gifts for people. Oh, you have decided yeah, to be the gift I've guy. Actually, You've gone from being it, no gift to gift guy. In now. my budget, I have a budget line now. For gift giving, I don't know that I'm comfortable with this every guy. quarter. Wow! So, but now I'm in the in the situation where if I have ten friends that have birthdays. Uh-oh. I'm splitting the budget between Uh-oh. all right. ten. Sure, of, them. of course. So the, the lucky guy who you know has that one birthday, you're going to get a pretty <laughs> sweet gift. Uh, but I'm not sure I believe you, but still, no. I I started thinking about it because you know Valentine's Day, I was alone, and I was like, I probably just need to start learning how to give gifts because. <laughs> I think that's a foundation to build a better relationship with people, and I need to start doing that. You're going to buy some friends. It's pretty awesome. Well, I mean, it's just... You are going to shock them, by the way. You know, people that have known you for decades, and you're like, what? I don't want this. They're going to think it's a prank, first of all. Well, I started... to throw it back at you. It's funny. I started... I realized I do give gifts to people, but it's only when they do something for me. (laughs) And... Jesus. Like, for example, when I go visit friends for a long period of time. This is like time, treats for your pet. You realize that's how you're treating your friends. Oh, you did something for me. You're good, a good, good friend. You're a good friend. Uh, no, like, Here's a gift for you. Like when I, I go to South by Southwest. I'm uh-huh. staying with a friend and yes, his you wife. Will, you will be attending, hopefully, South by Southwest yes. this year. And I'm Some going, good radio stories. Yes. Oh, for sure. I'm going to talk about AOO. Absolutely. Yeah, right. Oh, oh, oh. And then, uh, but I'm going to give them something. As a thank you for letting me stay yeah, that there. That makes sense. That makes sense. Because it's like, hey, it's not just a night. We're talking like this new dick six is nights. interesting. So rather than just being, saying, uh, the gift I'm giving you is my friendship, because that's that that's that's probably the old dick. You're gonna say, here's my friendship and a coupon to Six Flags or something. That's really nice, man. Yeah. Fifteen <laughs> percent off, but you have to go on Tuesday between the hours of six and eight. A.M. No, I already know this couple's easy to get stuff for. Because what I love about certain people, after you get to know them, you can get them something that has some meaning, but it's not uh, perishable. So it's like, oh, here's a gift card to Starbucks. Like To me, that's not that big of a deal. It's more of that's paying for rent. Mm-hmm. But if I give them something, like they have a record collection, so I bring them record, a record. Okay, that's cool. So, that's cool. And nice. I know which ones they have and which they don't have. A little Billy Ocean or something. So, that's oh, nice. Yeah, get in my yeah. car, baby. And, <laughs> that's right. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm, I'm going to try it out. I'm going to try it out. Because Valentine's Day, I was like, man, I need to start 
be more appreciative to people I love. Well, I can't wait to hear your uh, journeys and adventures and gift giving, Dick. This is so going I'm to be great. So I want to send you a Cindy's gift card. No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, I don't want anything. <laughs> I don't want anything from you. I'm actually a little nervous. Uh, but no, I was really hoping for another calendar, but. Well, maybe. this. Uh, see, the thing about a calendar, Dick, is it lasts all year. The genius in giving you that yeah. is I'd only have to give you one gift a year. That's the point. How many calendars do you need? I'm going to start taking pictures of dogs and sending them to you. In various that's states my, that's, of relief. That's, huh? my, that's my next move. Uh, oh, man, that's <laughs> funny. I had a great, actually, I have a great picture. Uh, I was with our buddy, our mutual buddy, and his uh, mother went to her house to help her, help her with some stuff, and she had chickens, and something killed them all. Oh, no. So it looked like a murder scene. There's feathers all over this place. And what I love is that the dogs are with us, and the dog like starts messing with some of the feathers. And I'm like, come on, stop messing with that. And then he just drops down and just does it. And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, you sure you weren't the one that killed him? Like, they're disgracing these bodies. It's pretty funny. I took a picture of it. I was, I was like, I should send this to Andrew. <laughs> No, I don't need those pictures. Thank you. Uh, Again, the, these the, are the gifts I don't need. And the feathers got all over it. I mean, it was great. Uh, but yeah, let me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what uh, what else is going on, my man? Did you have a good weekend? Awesome. Uh, yeah, I believe so. The weather is phenomenal. It's going to be like almost eighty degrees this week in February, which sounds weird, but it's it's great. I'm afraid that we're getting spring early, which means summer is going to be here by April and be miserable. But I hope I'm mistaken by that. I, I'm excited about whatever that, tomorrow holds. That's Groundhog. So, yeah. So I'm, uh, yeah, I'm really excited. I get my truck soon. It's being shipped. Yes. So that's kind of fun new way to technology updates. Right. You Hopefully your cyber truck, the metal on your cyber truck has not yeah. oxidized yet. Hopefully they've kept it nice and dry because, you know, automobiles aren't supposed to get wet. Or at least those cyber trucks are I not still can't to. get over people drive cyber trucks. I know. I know. All right, hit the show music, buddy. Let's get this show started. From Business Insider, I thought you might enjoy this. But Finnair, the national airline of Finland, has started asking passengers to voluntarily step on scales at departure gates with their hand luggage to improve the accuracy of cargo weight estimation for the plane. Yeah. This is pretty interesting because I think we talked about this before where they actually take an, a guesstimate of the weight of a plane before a flight, which I didn't realize. And I guess for fuel and things like this, I suppose. Well, they're taking it a step further and asking people to get on a scale right there at I the I mean, gate. I'm surprised. See, I, I, you know I do not fly. And the, the few times I have, there's so many procedures to get on an airplane. Yep. I'm surprised that it didn't automatically happen. Yeah, just like secretly as you're going in through the yeah. little machine, it's also a scale, and they don't tell anybody. Well, like right? you're going through the runway like, gate this one. or the run, that that tunnel, uh, and they have that yeah. awkward, you know, halfway in between you and the plane. I always mm -hmm. imagine it's like, oh, they're just tracking whatever the, the weight. I mean, well, because I, I understand weight's an issue, and that's why. <laughs> yeah, I, the, exactly. Like the few times I have flown, my bags weren't on the air, on the airplane with me, and it turned out it was because it was weight, and not because of my bag, but it was just like. The way they put it in the bags. Okay, stop it. Everything else is going on another airplane. And I didn't get my bag for like three days while I was visiting a friend for a week. That was really interesting. But uh, I didn't get a gift for him. <laughs> well, obviously, as you can imagine, this has sparked some controversy with critics saying it could be triggering and embarrassing. But here's what I don't understand. I mean, you're, you're being weighed with the bag. And no one knows how much your bag weighs, right, if you're holding it. So it's not like it's an indicator of how much you are, you know. 
per se, and it's well, not like they're advertising. Look at this guy. I think it's funny because you're already him. going through a machine that basically shows everything. Yeah, exactly. We we literally just saw you naked a second ago. It's okay if we know you weigh 185 pounds, ma'am. It's okay. Well, obviously, yeah, exactly. Well, what, think about the guys who would be told they get two two seats. I, well, it's a size thing. Maybe you just maybe you just thick, right? You just weigh a lot. I don't know. I, I like it. I mean, if you I can't think, fit into the seat. You can't fit into uh, the seat. I think it's funny though, but it says people who uh, uh, were agreed to be weighed were compensated with a complimentary bag tag. Well, there you go. It's, it's a, first of all, it's not required. You're getting a complimentary Wait, bag what? bag tag, meaning you got your bag checked, I guess, for free. Why would you not do that? Exactly, and they said they've had up to 600 people so far have voluntarily done this because people said it's discriminatory and triggering. By the way, I think we overuse the word triggering these days. Yeah, same thing. I was I was thinking about the same you thing know, as gaslighting. Because it is, because it is I, I still don't understand what gaslighting so we is. We can have that conversation at some point, but with triggering, like I, I get it. Like This is an actual emotional response to something that's traumatic. Like People with PSD might be triggered from something, a legitimate thing, but nowadays it seems like the young people are... I don't like her shoes. I'm so triggered by that. <laughs> that I don't. You're not. You, know, you just it, don't like them. That's not you know, triggering. What, I don't uh, think you understand. No, it's funny because I don't think you understand what triggering is. Well, I, I think it's just but another term for someone saying that bothers me. And it, yes, exactly. And, which is not right. It is getting kind of ridiculous, especially when you're in a, a social environment that is not normal to yours. And back in the day, people would tell you, "Hey, stop acting a fool," because you're saying bad words or mm-hmm. anything but when it comes now with the like i got for example i was uh in austin of all places and i i said thank you ma'am mm-hmm. to somebody that word triggers me and somebody <laughs> made a comment about it to me See, going like you. hey you don't have to call her ma'am like uh madam what else do you want me yeah to and i was like what do you want me to call her and they're like, oh, just ma'am. I mean, it's just, you don't have to. And I'm like, well, How okay. about sweetie or toots? <laughs> I mean, I, ma'am seems said, like the safe way. And I said, I go, I really like the word cupcake. <laughs> yes, did you really? Oh, yeah. I was like, That's cupcake awesome. sounds nice. And That's great, actually. Uh, yeah, it started. She probably looked, how dare you? No, it was interesting because it was like, it wasn't saying, hey, you need to not say ma'am. It was like, you don't have to say that. I'm like, well, I like to say that. Like, I like to stand up if mm-hmm. a woman comes to the table. I like to stand up. Sorry. That's so rude. Sit down. Yeah. Well, it's because I could show my junk. Uh. (laughs) Plus size model Haley Hasselhoff told British outlet news that the move, meaning the move to weigh people, is triggering to people with eating disorders. I mean, I guess. But at this point, since it's voluntary, just don't do it. I don't know. Well, I mean, especially with the airline, I always feel like the FAA and the relationship between the private industry of it, it's like... The FFA is always reacting instead of enacting or, like, enforcing mm-hmm. things. So, mm-hmm. to me, if the airplane guys are like, hey, we need to weigh people because that way we can actually be safe. Right. It's and that's like, the thing. It's, it's, it's done for or in the name of safety. You would think they could get away with anything, but uh, Speaking of which, there's a great uh, – I saw a great skit on Instagram. Just look up Shane Gillis airplane. Got it. Done. And it is really funny. And it has, it's, there's a little, it starts with the safety thing where he's leaning mm-hmm. back and the guy's like, hey, you can't lean back. It's a safety thing. And he's like, what? <laughs> and it starts from there. It's great. Okay. It's I will great, look it up and report skit. back. You, you onesies, if you like a good laugh, check it out. Shane Gillis, a comedian, he does skits. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know where to find it though because it's on Instagram. It's one of those random feed things. And it probably wasn't even his. It was probably some guy ripped it off. But yeah, it's uh, very entertaining. Uh, yeah, but rules, again, if the, if the, 
if the rules the FAA set up, I, I it's feel like the airplane people can do whatever they want. Yeah, something tells me this is not going to go over. This is just, like I said, a trial. I wouldn't just tell people. Yeah, I think, yeah, I guess you kind of have to, though. Isn't that Why? one of those? I don't know. Isn't that one of those things that you have to tell people? I think, like, I, I really do think they should integrate it into the security screening and just not tell people, but I think you probably have yeah, to. Yeah, but the information from the, what do they call TSA, probably isn't 100% transferable to the private companies. Might be. Might be. So... They're Dick, like, this is your area. This is our area, right? Okay. Speaking of areas, Dick, have you heard of the design well, technique? Oh, what? Yes. Here's another interesting thing. Continue I with the so. Weight. If you carry your firearm, uh huh, not into an airport. Don't into suggest an it. airport. If you do, mm -hmm. I didn't realize the TSA has really no authority with it. What they do is they contact the local authorities, right? And they come and arrest and then, your ass. And then right. it's up to them to determine what they want to do, right? Which is wild to me. I guess it's something they don't want to deal with. Yeah, but those are the ones getting you in trouble because you're... They <laughs> I think you're getting yourself so the, into trouble. So just don't bring a pistol to the so airport, TSA, please. So TSA, there's just a big tattles. Yeah, that's Little it. Little tattles. Yeah, Let me it. bring my firearm. I'm just kidding. Yeah, get your firearm checked. I didn't realize you can just get them checked. I thought it yeah, was Yeah, you good. can. I you thought can it was, travel. It's just you got to go through a bunch of hoops. Do you? I thought it was just like, you, like you're checking your bag. No, I think you have to let them know and fill out some forms and stuff like that first. Okay, probably yeah. fingerprint. All right. Yeah. Dick, have you heard of the design technique? It's It's done a lot, I think. Um, like colleges, where they will build the buildings or new buildings, plant grass, won't put any sidewalks down, and then just let the students wander from building to building. And wherever the grass is beat down the most, really, they do that is where they decide to put the sidewalks in it. It's more of like a, an organic yeah. way oh, of no, yeah, it's pretty cool. Have you ever found yourself in that situation when you're walking along a sidewalk, right? And it'll the sidewalk will go way out to the door, and you just kind of cut across, and you'll see where everybody else yeah. is just kind of. Cut off the side. I feel they like obviously big scale. Didn't. That sounds terrible. Big scale. At big scale. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would assume a big college campus is at scale. I thought it was a pretty ingenious, you know, way of knowing the most efficient place. Like this is the way humans are going to travel organically, naturally. That's where we're going to put our sidewalks, rather than just having a sidewalk that nobody uses, right? So I thought it was pretty cool. Well, in a somewhat related story, U.S. News is reporting that Andrew Howard of Frankfurt was found guilty of tampering and vandalism Wednesday. Would you like to know what this guy did? Yes. <laughs> he was accused of diverting part of Lake Michigan. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yes. So basically what this is is you've got a, a river that runs eventually into Lake Michigan, but he found it difficult, and I guess at some point the state was no longer dredging the area. It was hard to get his boat in and out of. He said, you know what? I'm just going to take a shovel and <laughs> dig right along this area, and the force of the water push this thing from a shovel-wide trench to a 200-foot-wide diversion of this river into the Lake Michigan. And, of course, all the boat people love it. They're like, great, this is actually much more efficient than what we had to do before, but he's in trouble for actually diverting the direction of a river, which I thought was with a shovel. Just one man. All it takes is one man, Dick. Isn't that cool? It went from, up, it grew to approximately 200 feet. That's 61 meters wide unbelievable of course all the fishermen are now benefiting from the fact that there's this newfound little channel and all the fish are coming up there so everyone loves it except for the state yeah i think this guy did i think he did the right thing i like this guy i mean obviously well, the, the state was not doing their job so well i mean uh it it's probably on his land no, this is federal land. Oh, this then, is not, yeah. Yeah, then you this don't do is that. not, yeah, no, he's he's certainly in some trouble. But I thought it was kind of interesting that somebody actually diverted the course of a river with a shovel. 
And I don't think they can fix it very easily. At this point, it's like, well, you know, it is what it is now. It kind of reminds me of those areas along the highway when you're driving along and you see like where the path where everybody exits because, you know, either it backs up there or people just go, there needs to be an exit here. Like, yeah, this is probably not a great spot. Same well, concept. they should do it like they do at the colleges. And it's just <laughs> yeah, let, let, let the people just let, drive wherever. Off-road it and be like, hey, we probably need to put something there. No, I didn't. The <laughs> the river stuff's kind of wild, especially up yeah, here. Because I remember having a conversation with my father about uh, his HOA. And they have two big lakes in their neighborhood. And apparently what he discovered was the city of Houston owned mm-hmm. they, some like the downward rights to the water oh yeah sure so they have to send out regulators to the pond to make sure he hasn't jacked with it they haven't jacked with it and the dam is working and they have a requirement so they say like you have to pump this much water out sure for all the people and if people don't know what we're talking about the city of houston is probably 50 miles from their house south incredible water flows so and they're not so they're not living in the city of houston they're not in the greater city of houston they're not anywhere associated and that's one thing i love about the guy with the bigger stick they get to just say whatever (laughs) whatever they want want, man well this guy did not have the bigger stick what's funny is they said a park service a national park service ranger witnessed him digging (laughs) this is the platte river in the sleeping dune sleeping bear dunes national lakeshore Diverting the liver, the liver, the river into the Great Lakes. So some guy just watched him over there digging. Like, what is this guy doing? I like it. I mean, that's the, get off my property. Yeah. All right, Dick. This is a fun segment. I like this. Do you think he he said, "Hey, I I own this land because I'm a taxpayer." Oh yeah, you know he tried to do. Those that. are my favorite people. Yeah. I'm a sovereign citizen. <laughs> Laws don't agree with me, man. Yeah. <laughs> I can do what I want. I love people like that. Yeah, they're the best. All right, Dick. If I told you, you know what? You need to 20 through skidoo. Do you know what I'd be saying? Like, get out of here? Yeah, pretty good. In fact, you nailed it. That is a popular term from the 1920s. And I, I don't know what 23 means, though. I, I don't know well, either. I know skidoo. I know. And I, so I found this How Stuff Works article, and it's, it's 67 slang words through the last 100 years. And I thought about quizzing you to see if you knew what they were, but the majority of them after the, the 1920s, we kind of either still use or they're they're obvious as to what they mean. But I thought it was funny to kind of go through some of these. These aren't even dirty. No, 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 they're not dirty. I want to have That's next segment. That's next segment. (laughs) That would be great, though. Because you know they had those terms. We could do that after the 55-minute mark. You know they had those terms in the 30s. Uh, Well, maybe. But I think it's interesting to see how language has changed. It wasn't like everyone was getting married before marriage. Over the time. Or having sex before marriage. Yeah, well, I think. People were hooking up somewhere. Yeah, they were. So what was the code word? I don't know. It's foot under the stall, like I said last week. Well, you want to tear down the walls of Zion? I don't even know what that means. Or man. Jericho. Sorry, the walls of Jericho. You are off track. But I thought it was interesting to see how language has kind of changed in some of these slang terms over the years. You don't remember that movie? It happened no, one no, night? No, man, I don't remember that movie. That's the only slang term I could think of that actually had an impact in society. Because that was his running joke is when they were in the mm-hmm. same house, in the same room, they put up a curtain because mm-hmm. they weren't married. And then when they got <gasps> married, that he, he blew the down. trumpet to take down the walls of Jericho. <laughs> oh, boy. And this is like a 1930s movie, I think it was. I bet he did and blow that trumpet. Well, I know. And they insinuated that. And I was like, dang, that's kind of, 
I mean, I can't imagine people in the theaters going, oh, man. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that trumpet is being blown. Well, no, uh, sorry to disappoint you, Dick. These are not uh, sexual slang terms. But in the 1920s, we had 23 skidoo, like I said, and that is to get going, move along, leave, or scram. The cat's pajamas. That means the best, the height of excellent excellence. Gams. That means legs, which I have heard that. Yeah. No one really uses Yeah, check out the gams on that gal. No one says I that. I think I'm going to use that because the, the hipsters of the, the new age hipsters won't get mad at me. Gams? Yeah. They won't even know what the heck you're saying. Like, what are you saying? Uh, Don't worry about it's it. It's code. I like this one. Hotsy totsy. She, that just means perfect. So I guess if you see a lady that you are infatuated with, you might say she's a Hotsy totsy. Let's go. Let's go to today's terms. I want. Let's do that. Uh, well, I th- okay. So from the third here, let's just quickly go through a few of them. Like in the thirties, you, you had this, the, the phrase "I'll be a monkey's uncle." Um, you had the term "gig," which is to mean a job. Skivvies, men's underwear. Some of these are kind of still continued to use. Nineteen forties blockbuster, a huge success. Now you have terms like "keeping up with the Joneses," so you can kind of see where this is going. Yeah. The word "cool." Came along in 1940, which I suppose we still use. Into the 1950s, you had boo-hoo, or I'm sorry, boo-boo, which means obviously a mistake or a wound. Hi-fi. Interesting. Hi-fi, slang term meaning high fidelity, a record player or turntable. Hipster, daddy-o, these are all 50s terms. When you get to the 60s, now is when it starts getting kind of cool, though. You got groovy, hippie. Far out, man. No, see, like these are all and bread meaning money. So, okay, I want to skip ahead. All right, because, uh, you want to get to it? Well, I want to get to the ones that are like really stand out to me. Okay, that I I'm thinking really that's considered a slang term. My uh, the one I'm looking at, I believe it's be be. Yeah, it's from the nineteen or two, 2010s. It's b a e. It's boyfriend girlfriend. Oh, it's it's bay, <laughs> but it's short for babe. Yeah, bay. Why don't you just say babe? Because like, it takes too much effort. Well, you know what I'm talking about? like that. Yeah. And, and then my favorite one from the 2000s is Barney Bag. I'm sorry, what? Barney Bag. I do not know what that one means. Uh, it's just a gigantic purse. Oh, like from Barnes & Noble? Or not Barnes & Noble. Uh, uh, Barney the, Barney. Uh, no, the dinosaur. Not, no, not the dinosaur. It's probably, so, it's probably a, a retailer. I'm trying to think of the name of it. Oh. If I had to guess. Barney's is a retailer. Yeah, maybe. But the, yeah, so like th- those really make zero sense to me. And then another one is, uh, especially for the 2020s, I get a, I get a couple of them like using the word facts. Like that's that's straight up facts. facts yo, facts. But then there's words like tea. Tea. And hey. Like tea, like drinking tea. Yeah. It's gossip. Mm-hmm. So you spill the tea. And Stan, it's a combo of a stalker and a fan. I would never have guessed that. We have so many of those. No, we have onesies. That's right. And they all fit into one thing. I love it. I, I did want to at least cover some of the 1980s because it is kind of funny. Some of these. You got bodacious, chilling, dweeb, fly, gag me with a spoon, gnarly, preppy, wicked, and oh, yuppie. I guess we are saying naughty things. Gag me with a spoon. I don't know if that's naughty per I, I, When you said it to me, I was like, oh, okay, hey. In the 90s, I love this. Dis, showing disrespect. Get jiggy. Obviously from the uh, Will Smith song, My Homie, My Homeboy, 1990s as well. My Bad, meaning my mistake. Fat, P-H-A-T, pretty hot and tempting. Meaning cool or hip, highly attractive or hot. You got, what's up? Yeah, I and like it. I like word. It. I just think it's interesting how these have sort of changed Yeah, I'll be curious, these two, 2020s, if any listener knows where uh, Stan 
and T came from because T sounds more like a 1930s kind of thing. Yeah. But Stan, a combo of stalker and, and a fan. fan. Yeah, I'm sure. It, Was it, there a guy who named Stan? That, oh, well, that's the uh, 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 the the rapper uh, Eminem. Didn't he have that whole song about Stan, who was a crazy fan that stalked him, and he? Yeah, you don't. But that's know. not that generation, though. Yeah, that's would have been like 1999 or 2000. Yeah. I this don't is know. Twenty man. years later, that's what I'm saying. I want to know where these came from. But uh, yeah, I like slang terms. Well, speaking of slang terms, you do like your name, Dick, do you not? And mm-hmm. so much so, you put it on the back of jerseys, Dick IV. It's mm. it's it's a name that can be quite shocking. If in I'm mixed pre- company, I'm just you have embraced it. Though. I know. I'm just okay. prepping for when I get Alzheimer's and I just don't know what's going on. I'm like, oh, I'm Dick IV. That's right. <laughs> well, That's right. this on the opposite end of the spectrum, an Australian woman is fretting that she should change her name after social media users lambasted her as if she's claiming it's associated with a sex act. What's her name? She is lives in Australia, and her name is of French descent. Her name is Bijou. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Yeah, I actually kind of like it. Uh, and it means it's French for jewelry or jewels. Bijou. Bijou. And, of course, a lot of people saying that it sounds a lot like a sex act. <laughs> I mean, that's... Uh... And that no human being should be named that. Essentially, you, that's a cute name for a pet, perhaps. Yeah, but I've had friends named BJ. Yeah, that's that's a little more... Um, on the nose. In, in your face. Yeah, on the nose, exactly. <laughs> but I don't really think of it that way. I'm not a naughty person. Right. Gag me with a spoon. <laughs> All right, man, this is a good time to take a break when we... I'm going to say that. I'm going to say that. I cannot wait to say that in front of somebody. And they'd be like, wait, what are you... I don't want to do that at all. All right, guys, it's a pretty good time to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about a four-year-old boy who had an unfortunate incident with a slushie. Hey there, listener. This is Dick with Audience of One with my buddy Andrew. I'm here too. I want to remind you guys real quick that our show is basically a free show. It is. But we accept donations well, and sponsorships. It, but it must be really, really hard to sponsor or donate to the show, though. It's really easy. Uh, right. I if I put a link in every description of our videos where you can oh, download right then. It's oh. really easy. And it's 100% legit. We are a 501c3 radio station, so if you want a tax deduction or anything like that sponsor the show it's a good idea uh, yeah and and donate uh, that's how we keep the show free and how we're able to buy cool stuff for the studio yeah and, and besides that the show's really good that's true and uh yeah all right we're back on audience of one we're here every wednesday whether you like it or not at 10 a.m. here on Lone Star Community Radio, IRLoneStar.com slash A-L-L, and Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1 in the Conroe area. And, of course, we have an app, and then we have podcasts. Just look us look <coughs> up, Lone Star Community Radio, our audience of one. There you What's go. What's the app called, man? If, one, if I were Star, so inclined... Lone Star Community Radio. If I were so inclined to download and stream this wonderful radio station, Lone Star I would Community look up radio. Lone Star Community Just Radio. Look it up. I have to admit, I use that app quite a bit. Yeah, because the FM sucks. The FM is not the best, yeah. but we are live streaming as well. 
It is what it is, though, and it we try to we is. try to be there for everybody, even the old people who only have turn radios. That's crank right. Radios. That's right. And you said you've walked into business before, and they're the, oh, yeah. they, the radio station is set to this station, and listen to nothing but this all day. So, God bless those people. Yeah. I'm going to say hello to you right now. Hello, people. Hello, people. Isn't that amazing? I just said hello. Do I have something on my face? <laughs> In my teeth. In my teeth. Perhaps. Well, we know if if I did, you would tell Wait, me. Let me ask I appreciate this. it. Oh God, so, here we go. Yes. Instead of <clears throat> asking somebody like, "Hey, you got some of your teeth or whatever," do you tell anybody if they have plumber's crack? I so okay. Uh, hmm. Because I I've noticed that a lot recently at the uh, bowling alley. That one's a little more dangerous. You know right? what I'm talking about? Like, how do you not know your butt crack's hanging out? Yeah, unless it's a female wearing something really, really low cut and she's intending for it. But I think most men are I'm, not I'm, intending. I'm talking about men. I okay, think, men. I think, so let's eliminate the female from this. You, your buddy's over there hanging out with you and you look over and you go, God, Chris, I see half your ass. Yeah. Do you say something to him? Um, <laughs> I mean, if you're, yeah, if it's your buddy, uh-huh. I, I'd be like, dude, pull your pants up, man. I can see what you ate last night. That's terrible. Yeah, well, it's just weird to me because I always like. Uh, yeah, you think? And uncomfortable. I'm trying to see. Let me measure real quick. Don't are you? Are I'm you measuring from my belt? Are you really to, putting to, your hand on down the back, back of your on okay. my back? Yeah, I'm, I'm putting it up my butthole. Care, careful! Don't um, don't God! <laughs> don't mess up your uh, your tramp stamp in the back back there. Don't want to rub on that too much. You'll rub yeah. the color right off. Yeah, your AOO tramp yeah. stamp. Ow! <laughs> hey, uh, that's 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 great. The other the other week we so talked, you would tell somebody. Um, yeah, I think if it were my buddy, a good buddy, I'd be like, man, you really need to wear pants that fit. Yeah, I, but I think it is a little more difficult for men of size. You know, the pants do tend to just fall down. We don't have as much of a, of a, of a rump, men generally, to hold our pants up, but we have a belly in the front that push them down. It's oh. a terrible plight. It's a terrible plight. Most women don't understand. I just wore my pants really high, so I'm not really, it's like a fear. I'm not showing my butt crack. I'm not doing that. I'm glad you, you know what we all appreciate that actually. Thank you. Thank you. I just noticed it recently. I was like, man, I'm seeing a lot of butt cracks today. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say your own. Oh no. But I was always like, I wonder if my butt cracks out. And I'm like, all right. This is the best segment ever. But, <laughs> no, I mean, like, do you go shopping and you're going to like the 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 jeans store? I'm like, I see jeans that don't show my butt. Yeah, if you see somebody you don't know, you're. Oh, de- I'm, I'm definitely not going to clarify that. Gentlemen. Don't want to show my butt crack. There you go, crack. I want to show my butt off. I bet you do. Don't want to show the crack off. Bet you do. You think is it work that way? Do you think people are receptive to that when I ask them? I want to do that because I do need. I do need new jeans. Not so. if you're trying to attract the opposite sex. Let's put it that way. Well, Dave. I don't care if they're what sex they are <laughs> trying to sell me jeans. I think we're on two different wavelengths. You know, last week we talked about how annoying it was when people stop right in front of you when you're walking, like especially in a grocery aisle or something. Like, oh, geez. And I said the people who do it in the grocery aisle are like a a next level of special. It's not that they don't just stop, though. It's like you don't have the courtesy of moving the car Yeah, they just, they don't have a a general awareness. And then the kids, the kids are a problem. Kids are always a problem. I have another scenario here that I want to run by you. this, This just happened to me this past week. When you're walking behind someone who is elderly... Now Let's get the hell out of my way. And they're walking slow. And I want to know if it's just me, but I feel bad whenever I pass them. <laughs> no, I always look at it like, on your left. 
Right. No, uh, I'm just ring a little I bell. Do ring, ring. I don't do that. But I feel uh, like even if I'm just continuing no. my normal pace and I walk past them, even though I look normal in my mind, I feel like I'm high stepping. Like, look at me and my young, virile self walking faster than you, old man. I don't know why. So and I, I, I feel I guilty about that. So I will, I will literally ride out old man pace longer than I should because I don't want to pass it them. It depends on where bad. I am. Like the grocery store, great example of how my mentality changes. Like I just want to get in and get out of this place. Right. So you push. I'm not away. shopping. I'm not. I'm literally know what I need. I need my golden grams. Yeah. Yeah. Get out of my way, old man. Yeah. yeah. Get out of my way, and that's what I do. It but, never, but that thought never crosses your mind when you like, pass somebody. Like, maybe they're going, oh, would you just slow down, Shunny? No, I'm like, I'm trying to get the hell out of here. <laughs> maybe it's just me. I, I was... should be like, do you want to die in here? Because at the pace you're going, you're going to, brah. Uh, no, it depends on where you are. Like, if I'm just walking around downtown, I'm like, I'm just going to walk. Yeah, I mean, I'm not high-stepping. But... I'm not goose-stepping and looking at him going, yeah, what up? But I feel that way in my brain. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not much of a walker. So when I'm walking, no. I'm walking with a what purpose. Do you, what do you do if you're not walking? Well, I meant like the leisurely walk. Like you want to go for a walk? I'm, no, I'm, I'd rather just run if we're gonna go, if we're gonna do that. I'm a, I'm a I'm a real pleasant person to go on trips with. Just about anywhere, I bet. Because I just want to get there and get out. Are you courteous to the person in a car trip that needs to use the restroom? And they're like, oh, hey yeah. man, we need to uh, we need to pull over. I gotta go. Are you like, yeah, hundred percent? Mm, hold it. I think the only time I would say hold it is if we're like under thirty minutes. Oh, okay, yeah, that's your line. But if Martin. it's an hour, it's like, yeah, we can, what's what's this pullover? Okay, well, I, you were the one who said you like to get where you're going. I thought maybe that extended to car rides as well. You I know, know how like, I ain't pulling over. Well, you can just mess yourself. <laughs> I'm Dick Schistler. I'm just wondering if I thought that's the no, way I'm you were courteous to other okay, people. Okay, but if you're if you're at H E B or something, and the guy in front of you is literally looking at every single style of pickle. It's like, man, there's <laughs> dill, sweet, and that's pretty much it. And there's butter. Like, you just choose one. What aisle are you on? <laughs> the pickle aisle, next to the butter. Very no, interesting. butter pickles. You never Very seen a, you never seen a butter choice. pickle? Yes, bread and butter pickles. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I thought you. I thought you meant butter. I'm like, what are you doing with like, pickles? It's not like a hard decision here. And again, and for you, you don't even eat sweet pickles. So really, yeah. that eliminates a third of them right there, huh? But, I mean, after I build my society after uh, the apocalypse, that's how we're going to judge people. We're not going to tell them the secrets. Like we're going to put pickles out, and like, which one do you like more? They choose that sweet pickle. They're getting shot. <laughs> All right, man. This is pretty interesting. We have talked before. Poorly. poorly. Uh, we have talked a lot about squatting on this show before, and uh, both you and I have just agreed that we don't understand how this is even possible. This is along kind of those same lines. Yeah. But from ABC News, a New York man for five years managed to live rent-free in a landmark Manhattan hotel by exploiting an obscure local housing law. This is really weird, man. So the story goes, he moves from L.A. to New York with his boyfriend and gets a night uh, stay at this place. And his boyfriend, I guess, reminds him of, hey, you know, there's this weird law, how he knew, I don't know, on the books that if a building was built before 1969 and you stay for a night, legally, they have to offer you a lease. So he goes in and asks people, hey, you know, you were supposed to give me a lease. They said, go pound sand. He took him to court. The court ruled against him, like, no, this is a waste of our time. So he took it to, like, the state level. And the state went and said, well, by the letter of the law, you're right. Well, the hotel was like, oh, my God, we don't want to mess with this, right? We don't want to write up a lease. 
just give him the freaking room for free. And I said freaking. And so that guy lived there for five years. That's now, pretty baller. Pr- pretty man. amazing. And you might be thinking, well, why is he not living there now? Well, he kind of overplayed his hand because while he was staying there, he decided to start falsifying documents to the uh, county government saying that he owned the building and then attempted why? to charge other people that staying there rent. And finally the hotel said, enough, bro. We've been letting you stay here for free for five years, and now you're trying to charge our tenants rent, claiming that you own the building. This is the height of narcissism. Can you believe that? Well, what I... First off, living in a hotel would be pretty baller. Yes, I would agree with that, yes. And especially when you tell people your street address, and then you become friends with the guy at the front counter. It's like, is my mail here? (laughs) Um... But I, I want so he was arrested uh, last Wednesday for filing false property records. That's what they finally got him on, because what an idiot to the letter of the law. He was allowed to stay there because the hotel let him. But what it, this this will go show you how um, a little eccentric this man is. When the police showed up at his door, he said, "Oh, I thought you were doing something for Valentine's Day to spice up the relationship." Until I saw the female officers. Oh, and this is on abcnews.com, too. It's so le- that, that, that's a legit quote. Yeah, it is. It's, I'm reading from the story, man, of course. Well, I, you know, it's weird it's to so me about awesome. the story is I don't see a name of the hotel. Oh, it's in there. It's a famous one. It's the, they keep um, saying it's a famous one, but I don't oh see... Oh, gosh. It's in there. It's the. It's one of those landmark ones in downtown Manhattan. Well, what I'm saying, like that, I can't. Mm. I wouldn't mess with that at all. Why would you like give any reason for the hotel to talk to you? Yeah, true, true that. I cannot find the name of. It said located a block from Madison Square Garden. Oh, the New Yorker. It's it's the hotel called the New Yorker. Wow, it is. It's been never been one of the city's most glamorous hotels, but it has long been amongst its largest. Okay, I'm gonna look up the New Yorker hotel. Yeah, it's the one that has the big red sign. It's kind of iconic, written in that. Uh, I have that, no, I don't, letter. Do you think I go to New York? Well, it closed as a hotel in 1972, uh, was used for years as uh, for church purposes, and then reopened as a hotel again in 1994. And then, of course, five years ago, this jack wagon decides to steal from them. Well, I think he's going to be end up doing some time because if he had just laid Ooh, it low, it looks really nice. If he had just laid low and gotten his room for free, okay. yeah. See, I would like to live in a place that looks like that. Yes, that's this dude's been living there rent free. In that nice. place. Can you imagine every morning waking up? Ooh. Not having to pay for that. That's how you spice it up right there in that bank vault. Yeah. Yeah. Well, aside from hotels, you know, Airbnbs are the new the new thing. And yeah. whether you like them or don't, a lot of people don't like them because their um, companies are buying up houses in normal neighborhoods and renting them out for Airbnb. And that's partly what's driving up the cost of real estate. Well, this is an interesting story. Uh, from the express.com, a man who rented a house on Airbnb for the weekend uh, with for a reunion with friends has claimed that the host tried to blackmail him after he left a negative review. So I'm not entirely sure all of the details of the story, but the person who owns the Airbnb said, hey, we need to charge you $900 because you didn't follow all the rules, which is another issue with Airbnbs. They have all these crazy rules in place and people don't realize it. I mean, some of them I've heard, like, you can't cook certain types of foods with certain spices uh, because they're afraid of the smells. If you they find out you did that, you can charge. Anyways, they were trying to charge him $900. He said, no, I'm not going to pay that. They said, fine. If you don't pay it, though, we're going to release 
the closed circuit cameras from the house, which shows you entering the building with a woman that is not your wife. Oops. So he had this reunion with friends, but he also decided See, to bring, can I get in those bring along like- a lady with him. And they saw the security footage. I guess they knew what his wife looked like. I don't know, maybe from his social uh, media I profiles. Mean, and they said, hey, man, um, this know. ain't your wife. And uh, if you don't pay us that $900. So what did he do? He went the uh, route and said, fine. I don't care. Show the footage. And then he turned around and is suing them for extortion. <laughs> yeah. So that's, kind of, that's like the, the David Letterman move, right? What, didn't somebody try to do the yeah. same thing to him? And he just said, fine, I'm just going to tell everybody about it. You lose all of your power in the situation. But unfortunately, um, <laughs> the, the, the relationship has been on rocky ground ever since then, as you can imagine. Well, I mean, I mean, if someone's already cheating on you, it's kind of already over, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose. So. Yeah, I suppose. You're right. The relationship was probably not on good grounds, anyways. So there's that, and then uh, I think the Air- Airbnb is such a strange world because you do have that personal connection to your host. Like if you go to their website, part of the pers- the presentation is learn about your host. Like mm. I like I don't care. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> kind of strange. And I've stayed actually. I th- I feel like I'm almost to that point as an adult. I've stayed in almost more Airbnbs than hotels uh, as an adult, not as a child. Mm-hmm. So, but like I don't hey, do Airbnb. I I enjoy it more. I'm a hotel guy. I enjoy Airbnbs because <laughs> I like to get to know the person that lived there. I was like, what's their story? I bet you do. They could be a listener of AL. Tell me your story. By the way, you have something on your face, yeah. your cheek, in your teeth. Yeah. Well, what weirds me out though. As you know, there's some creepos out there that leave stuff behind or they like to take something like from the house. Yeah. And that's why I always love the houses that you know just been abused over the years of being on Airbnb for several years. Yeah. And it's just like, they just gave up. Like when you go to a beach house, like for, uh, mm-hmm. what I love is uh, for my bachelor party, we rented a house on the river in Seguin. And Did you get caught with a woman that wasn't your fiance? Is this where this is going? Oh well, I mean, we got Continue, caught. We didn't get caught doing a lot of stuff. Uh, no, uh, what was what was great though is I get there, and I was with my brother, and one of the first ones there, and the guy coordinated with the guy. I was the one that got the house, and then I was like, "Let's go check the house, make sure everything's okay." And we, right when we get there, there's a pair of shoes in the bushes. I was like, "That's kind of weird." There's that pair, is odd. Yes, there's a pair Not- of sneakers in the bushes. <laughs> And then I was like, Ben, look, there's shoes. And then uh, we go inside, and then uh, one of the doors is a sliding door. Mm-hmm. And you open the sliding door, and there's just a giant hole in it. And I was like, someone punched this. So I took a picture of it, and then I walk, I walk out, and then I found what looked like a full set of clothes, like sunglasses, a shirt, pants, mm-hmm. and shoes on one of the bushes. And I'm like, is someone playing a joke on me? I was like looking around. So like, are you saying that somebody, there was a fight and somebody threw their clothes out, like get out of here kind I, of thing? I, no, this was by the river. Because this is one of those houses that had like a steep stairwell to the river where you can mm-hmm. go float and stuff like that. Right. But yeah, I was sitting there going like, did someone die? And they like try to get rid of them and like they stripped them yeah. down. And so I messaged the host and it's the guy that lives there. I'm like, oh, is that hole still there? And no. Let I was, me tell you my well, story. Well, I realized, well, I realized though, after I sent it to him, I was like, I just invited this guy over here. He's going to come over here and like inspect the house 
Because mm-hmm. I, I, I think don't, you made all the damages. Yeah, and because like I go, hey, we just got here. I don't know what's going on with this stuff. And yeah. that's the problem I have with Airbnbs. I'd be afraid there'd be some creepo that have cameras everywhere. Oh, like the camera this... thing I get. I, yeah. I just expect it. Yeah, that's weird. But so my thing is with this guy who got caught with another woman, unless they had cameras, you know, in the bedroom, couldn't he just say, Oh yeah, that was a friend of, you know, so and so's. It seems like no. they had it seems like they had cameras in areas, you know, where they were um doing nefarious things. Well, my favorite thing about Which this... is uncomfortable well, to me, man. What I love about unless this Unless they were doing article, it right there though. in the living room. I love about this article is imagine this poor wife yeah. of him, our ex-wife now. <laughs> I think they're still together. And it's like you read this article because they have the picture on there. Here, I'll pull it up for the audience on our YouTube. Yeah, you can see the, uh, like the camera you, there. You can mm-hmm. literally see Security footage. the lady right there. Correct. She's hanging out really close. She's probably smelling his armpit. <laughs> Get a little pre-sniff uh, okay. action going. If you say so, and uh, and now this wife, when she searches his name, is probably going to find this guy because so many people are clicking on the article. It's like, hey, remember that time I cheated on you, and everyone knew. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. The internet yeah. never lets and you so, forget. And I wasn't the bad guy because someone tried to blackmail me. Oh, okay. Well, as teased, I like this. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, like this know. scenario. I feel like there's better stories out there. It's like, I bet you we could like, find a few. Like, like how did you get caught? The reason this one is is really interesting is because he played his hand and said, no, I'm not going to um, allow you to extort money from me. But I'm why, turning you into the law. Somehow the news got this. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how it was turned into the news. Because he has, in the article, it has an email to Airbnb yeah. saying like, hey, this guy's trying Maybe to he this. decided to go to the news as well and said, hey, I'm just going to own this. Yeah, I'm, I cheated, but look at what these guys are doing. And maybe I could sue them and get some extra cash. And then my wife and I will be reconciled and have cash. Do you think anybody that went to like a baseball game mm-hmm. and was on the Jumbotron with like oh, their, right. their seen cheating those. person? I've seen those. And I wonder if those are real. <laughs> no, I think half of them are fake. Okay. Uh, absolutely half of them are fake. But I have seen one where the guy's got his arm around a girl and they look up and they're on the Jumbotron and he quickly pulls his arm away and kind of looks around and she's like looking up mm-hmm, like nothing's happening. That one did look somewhat real, but I think a lot of those are staged. I think there's probably some great staged. stories. Probably so. Probably so. Like, the only only awkward story I would have is I was dating a girl. And that, is, that is awkward. It was, oh, she... Mm, uh, already stop. Full stop. She <laughs> had the time of her life, let me tell you. But it was a short trip, okay? Dating but, dick, awkward. No way. And uh, what was great about it was we ran into, like, we're walking down, like, some street in Houston, and we ran into my ex-girlfriend's mother, who I was good friends with. Like, I, she knew who I was, and mm-hmm. so she's like, Dick! And I was like, who? And I turn around, and I was like, uh, Miss Ex-Girlfriend? Like, hello. And then she's like, how, I, I miss you, da-da-da-da, and then and she's like, who's this? <laughs> I'm like, not your daughter! <laughs> how are you doing? Oh, by the way, Dick, you have something in your teeth. Yeah. Oh, no, but I wouldn't say she caught me, but it was like, kind of after the relationship, mm-hmm. not a lot, mm-hmm. not like two years Mm-hmm. Like relatively after an uncomfortable amount of time, it was what pretty. It was, it yes. was pretty hilarious because I, I was like, I bet her mom was so pissed that she connected the dots. Like, who's this girl with you? Like, what are you doing? And mm. but by that time, the other girl moved, so she's out of city. So it didn't really like clearly we were broken up. So it wasn't that like, right, 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 right. But she it was still, surprised. it was still like, why are you talking to me now? Would you talk to me if it was like five years from now? Yeah, probably because I'm a great guy, but you know. You ever been in an awkward situation like never, that? Never, never, never before. Hey, man, as promised, a four-year-old boy is reported almost dead after 
drinking a slushy that made him hallucinate and claw at his face. Yeah. Dick, sounds like you've had one of these incidences before. How did you get through it? <laughs> drinking a slushy that made you hallucinate and claw no, at your face? No, I did, I did have uh, a friend partake in stuff. Mm-hmm. Friend. That we both partook in. <laughs> and... He did happen to go somewhere, like a psychiatric psychiatric hospital afterwards. I can imagine. And yes. That's forget, why you don't do these things. I was, I'll never forget the phone call when I got that. I was like, am I crazy? <laughs> and kind of like, you did Man, like, maybe this stuff made me normal. Yeah, I was like, what? Like, what? Well, this is pretty scary because this is a four-year-old boy who had a regular slushy, and he starts having these crazy side Whoa. effects and symptoms just from drinking um, this slushy. So this is our... Uh, um, I guess, public service announcement to the onesies with children. They were actually at a bowling alley when the Ooh. incident occurred. Yes. Which one? Yeah, well, it's, it's overseas. This is from ladbible.com. I love this, this, this site. That's probably it's, made up. No, it's not made up. But what, what they're saying is the uh, ingredient glycerol, if consumed by children under four, could have mild to moderate adverse effects, right? But in some cases, glycerol can be really, really known to cause hallucinogenic episodes but at this at this point he was clawing at his face how scary is that man i would be freaking out if my kid he was basically unresponsive at one point too by the time they got him to the hospital but they were able to revive him so kids parents be a little careful when you give the kids the slushy okay yeah man i just never i can't believe that something like that that simple wait would be what was in that it? dangerous glycerol has somebody yeah and it's kind of strange that something that's so popular, that's consumed all over the world, an ingredient that's in everything, can have such crazy effects, and we know it. So basically they're saying, if you have kids that are under the age of four, you probably shouldn't be giving them slushies to begin with, which I didn't know. I didn't know that either. Yeah, I didn't either. Kind of like eating a gummy. Right, just the head of it, too. Just huh? the head of it, and... Uh... Yeah, so this is going to take the cake for probably... The weirdest story that I have ever done on this show, and that's saying a lot. If you think back to all the stuff we've done over the past year, Dick, we've talked about some weird things. One of them being people who lengthen their legs and have that brutal surgery that I know you don't like to talk about to gain a few inches in height. Okay? Well, this is along those same light. Uh, so you're lines. talking about hymns? No. <laughs> height, not length, sir. Oh, I was talking about height. So this is probably the dumbest... <laughs> The dumbest thing I have ever heard. But to create the illusion of a longer torso, content creator Laura Mejia got a tattoo of a belly button. It's a fake one. And placed it higher up on her torso to give the illusion that she has longer legs. <laughs> this is the dumbest thing I have ever... We did tattoo abs early on in the show. And I thought that was pretty stupid. We had a guy who really liked Air Jordans and got him tattooed on his on his feet, although his toes were hanging out, so he looked like a like a like a homeless person. But this person actually went and got a fake tattoo of a belly button, and it appears to be about two or three inches higher than her normal belly button in an appearance to make her look taller. I don't know if you want to show the picture to see if it actually worked, but this has got to be one of the stupidest things I have ever heard. So Dick. Are you willing to go to this length to uh, make yourself appear taller? I, I if it if it works, because I mean, <laughs> certain scenarios I want to be taller. 
she said the results were actually kind of scary when she looked at herself in the mirror. I'm like, yeah. Because I guess I guess you have to wear high-waisted pants to cover up the other one. Because otherwise, now you've got two belly buttons, which that looks really weird. I mean, she doesn't look that weird. I'm gonna pull it up for people. Yeah, I just don't know that it actually. Yeah, it didn't really. Yeah, she looks a little. She looks shorter. Yeah, it makes her. It does make her torso look a little squatty. So I don't know. I the appearance of long legs might make you look taller, but your torso looks like a, a little disproportion there. Let's use that for the butt crack. We should get a butt crack one. <laughs> make it run halfway up your back. Uh, I like it. I like it. Would that make Would that make you feel I taller? I like it. <laughs> oh man! Some said that it didn't look weird at all, while, while others, she's a TikToker, said that they were skeptical. Well, I mean, again, this is TikTok, so it's probably stupid. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It what it it is. You know stupid. what I, you know what this from uh, that reminds me of. I wanted to ask you. You ever heard of Zalot Pizza? Zalot with a Z. Mm-mm. Is that a name brand or is that a so type? So it's a brand. It's like Detroit Pizza. It's a brand in like Kroger's or shopping ah. shopping places. Okay, so frozen pizza. No, they they it's like a pizza place inside the restaurant. Okay, all right. And I think they do delivery and all that kind of stuff. But they have a thing where. It's called Reaper Roulette. Oh, no. I think I know where this is going. So one of the pieces that you don't know of has a little bit of the Carolina Reaper pepper in it. Is that where we're going? It's an add-on for $2.50. And so I guess you get a pizza with your friends. The idea is here, and one of you is about to get reaped. In the Carolina so, way, yeah. Oh I, I wanted to this t- sounds like something a bunch of teenage boys would I do. I would do. I want to do it. Of course you do, because you're basically a teenage boy. No, <laughs> I just think it's kind at of at heart, fun. Dick. I, I was think, giving you a compliment. At heart, fun. I think it's kind of fun, especially the person who dies while you. Like, um, <laughs> Did he have a slushie? No, <laughs> man, I can't get over that. Clawing at his face. It is really. Scary. Uh, but no, it's uh, yeah. They're on. Uh, I, I want to try it out, but I just wanted to tell the audience about it. That is crazy. So, do they have some locally? Yeah, like there's one in Kroger by y'all's uh, place. What's it called? By my place. Where y'all used called? to go get beers for bowling. Roadhouse. Uh, oh, Roadhouse, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that Kroger right there. Okay, So right. They, uh, they have one in there. Because I never really thought of Kroger having, I always thought it was like a Costco thing. And so I thought you'd go to Costco to order it. Hmm. But now I, uh, it is called Zalot Pizza. And you can, when you order a pizza for de- delivery or pickup, you uh, have to say Reaper Roulette and the pizza if it's an additional two fifty, And they wow. only add a few drops. So That's all it takes, man. Isn't yeah. it just a one slice? One slice. And how many slices are on the pizza, I wonder? Does I it wonder. say? I know you can get any size. So okay. you can get like the small. Oh, yes, yeah, so get... your, your odds are a lot higher if you get a small pizza. Yeah, and it's it looks like it's pure capseed oil. So mm. it's not just a hot sauce. Like it's the mm. pure form of the hot. How which... weird would it be if you get a personal pizza just for yourself and you play this game just to see it? Because you know at some point you're going to lose. I love it. Well, this like, oh my god, am I gonna die at this slice or is it gonna be the next this one? This one posted, I so love dumb. it because it so comes. Dumb. They ask vegan for vegan cheese, <laughs> like it matters. But yeah, I'm gonna try it out. I think that's what I'm gonna do uh, very soon. I'll report back. Yes, please do. We talked last week about the Apple Vision Pro headsets. Yeah, or last week or the week before. Uh, I heard that uh, the story here. I heard it, and I also see it here that they are being returned in droves Man. just after their release. 
Uh, and that I guess doesn't surprise me though. No, I think people, a lot of your early adopters, paid thirty five hundred dollars for, them, knowing very well that they were going to return them, and I'm sure they came up with all kinds of excuses as to why they have to return this. My eyes hurt. Yeah, my eyes hurt. Doesn't fit. Well, I, I can't watch my dirty movies on it because I think people don't know what you're talking about, and I didn't really realize this is it's it's a it's a visor or like a goggle, right? But what they do is there's no see through. It's all cameras. It's all hundred percent. Cameras. Screen. Right. So when you go into vision mode and you can see through the lens, mm-hmm. you're not mm-hmm. really seeing through it. You're seeing a camera and are seeing a camera feed. A camera feed. feed. Yep. But I, what I understand, it's actually pretty good. And it's not like the. Cr- it's not as good as our real vision, I can't <laughs> but, imagine, no. right? But no, not at all. But like, I remember seeing this thing, and the only thing I could see myself getting it for is if I wanted to watch a movie in peace. But that's like the right. only thing I can think of because it yeah. looks so cool because you can turn on black mode or whatever it's mm-hmm. called and like you're in a movie theater and you can just lay down and you're watching the, on See, the big I screen. I don't want to be that. I just dis- that's awesome. I don't want to be that disconnected from reality because my thought is I'll be watching that and some guy break into my house and I have no idea. And I'm like, oh, check this part of the movie. That's Man, where, great. Do you, where do you live? <laughs> well, I live in the hood, yeah. bro. I do not. It can happen. I, I don't know. I just uh, I don't like being completely immersed in something like that. I want to have at least Come some idea. On. I mean, like if, uh, like, like I said, my house alarm goes off. You can still, or, do you not use your earbuds ever in your house? Or? I do, I use one. One in, one out. I'm that guy. Oh, he's always, yeah, he's always I'm watching. one in, one out guy. I never turn my back to the door. That's a, that's another thing I don't do. Yeah. You're darn then right. How do, how do you you got to keep your head on a swivel. Then how do you use the restroom? Very carefully. Your, your back is always to the door when you're in your restroom, dude. <laughs> just depends on where the uh, urinals are placed, man. <laughs> no, what you do is you find where that drain is. And you're just, in the middle of the floor. You're, you're just taking a <laughs> leak. You know, people walk in and like, whoa. It's like, hey, turn my back to the door. You can't fool me, man. I'm not wild, Bill. Watch your step. <laughs> I love it. No, I, I when I saw those things, they looked tight. <laughs> But it's like I can only see one use because if you look at what's what's great about it is, and unfortunately with technology advances like this, it's a hit or miss because you're trying to advance productivity, and looking at this, it's not it's only good for a screen, in my opinion. It's not good for doing like your homework on, so yeah. like typing in the air. And again, thirty five hundred dollars is a lot of I money mean, to allocate for this. 30, I can see thirty five hundred dollars if it's like top of the line screen. And the ear, it comes with like awesome earbuds and all that stuff, but it doesn't. And it, it, to me, it's that's pointless because people spend, and this is coming from a person who loves video games. I mean, there's two thousand dollar monitors out there. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. And so I'm like, all right, for fifteen hundred dollars more, I get a goggle that I can put on my face and I can go anywhere with my sweet monitor. So I can go on an airplane. I can go on wherever. And then, like, I can play my games, and no one's going to bother me. Sure. I think it's tight. Well, somebody said that the device's weight is, quote, noticeable enough to be a burden. So if you're wearing it for long periods of time, it's just heavy enough to where it probably starts to hurt your face. Well, I love watching the videos of people walking around with it. And I don't think that's the intention Apple was trying to do. I mean, isn't that the whole point? No, I think what Apple was trying to do is... Why else? I mean, why else would you have the ability to see out through cameras if they didn't intend for you to well, I, do other things while wearing the goggles? Yeah, you could do other things while wearing the goggles, but I don't think they they go, hey, we're going to expect people to go walk to the bus, get on the bus, go to work in, while wearing the goggles. Mm-hmm. I think it was more of a stationary thing, like you're in your house or in your office, and you can still see you have a cup in front of you that you want to take a drink. 
So I I, that's the way I see it. And I think for, this thing has limited use. That's all. I think it's great. I would love to have a pair. If you want to send me a pair, I would love it. I would love to watch my movies and play my games on it. Can you imagine on an airplane with that thing and no one's bothering you and you're just like, yes. I call that sleep. Uh, yeah. And I think, uh, <laughs> but no, I don't, I don't see how this is going to be a social thing. I like when they try to talk about it, they could do your eyelids through it. Mm-hmm. Like you can see their eyes, but it's fake. It's not really their right. eyes. I'm like, why even bother? Like, you know, it's a screen. Why are you trying to fool people? I want the big Groucho Marx looking face on mine. Well, I think that's what people really thought was it was AR and no, it's VR. So and that's a huge difference. I don't think a lot of people know what the difference Altered is. Altered reality versus virtual. Virtual reality. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, AR is like Google Glass. Right. It's and, a it's a mix of digital and real life. Yeah, it's like right? you put, like, you're yes. looking at... A There's point. a lot of uses for AR. Yeah, and a that's, what, that's where uses. I thought they were going to try to go with it. But then we, when I read that it was a full screen, I'm like, so it's just an expensive monitor. Yep, that you glue to your forehead. Yeah. <laughs> or that you wear on your forehead. I don't know if and you're don't, gluing I mean, it. And that's I, probably not recommended. Before, uh, yeah. I, I, to me, I love it, though. I would get one if I had money. I would love that. Imagine you have no problems watching anything you wanted with your significant other. Be like, okay, cool, bye. I'm out. I'm, I'm out of here, dude. Awesome, man. Let's oh, you take know, this, the... re- this reminds me, though. Um, and now This Reminds Me by Dick Schisler. Go ahead. There were, we, I was over at a friend's house, and they were watching this show. I want you to listen to this concept. It's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I, it's, I think it's called Love is Blind. I think that's it's a reality show. I, yes, we're gonna have to do a whole segment on this. And so I'm very aware the, of this. the the principle of the show or the idea of the show is the men and women they don't see each other. They go in these pods and they talk to each other for like two weeks or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it it's hilarious to me. What I love because I only watch about forty minutes, thirty minutes of it. What was hilarious to me is the people who are nervous in rooms by themselves because they're talking. They're having a car. They're trying to talk to another person in another room, and you can clearly tell women have zero anxiety when talking to a new person through a piece of glass. Mm-hmm. They're sitting there with their wine, and they're just like, that may help with their notebook, and they're just chatting. Notebook? Are they taking notes? Huh? Yeah, because they can't. You can't see the person. They're right. like, you know, whatever. But the guys, they're all doing these weird things where it's like it's like they're working out. <laughs> Or they're stretching, or like they're sitting on the floor, sitting on the couch, sitting on the chair. Well, I think the reason here is men are much more visual when it comes to oh, relationship I, I attraction, love it. right? Oh, no, that's what I'm saying. And so for a woman not being able to see the man, she's over there taking notes about how he answers well, he, a certain questions. He's taking notes too, and he's over there going, "I can't see your boobs, dang it! I can't see him. I can't see. I don't even know." Like she answered that last question perfect, but I don't know what her boobs look like. That's that's us guys, right? So I think for the men well, in that situation, it was just it's a lot to me. more. Uh, of and a, I was a like, delicate because they do situation. these quick edits, you know. And I'm like, is this guy <coughs> on the floor again? Like, is this like because you know the guy who's editing it hates it because right. half the conversation on the floor, the other half is on the couch, and the other conversation he's by right. the door because he's stretching. She said her favorite color was blue. Does that mean she's a B cup or a C cup? Hmm. He's trying yeah. to piece it together. <laughs> you know, what? one thing though, it has startled me in this new world being single, and I don't know when the the. The fad uh, like caught on mm-hmm. is the astrology astrology thing, astrological, astrological. Mm-hmm, that too, you're doing great, man. I'm trying. You're doing great. That kind of stuff, because there's a couple. I mean, there's at least thirty percent of the women who I've talked to. It's part of their social media. Mm, it's they're really of, into it. It's like you, they get because I judge people what they post on social media, of course. And I'm like, 
I just never saw you kind of as a stars person. But I mean, if if anyone legit said I can't talk to you because you're a Gemini, I'd be afraid. I'd be like, wait, what are you? Talking you know, with about? the discovery of new stars yeah. through an advanced telescopics, that has changed the astrological calendar and signs. By the way, I think there's additional ones now that have been added. To where you may have been a Gemini at one point in your life, and now you're something else, right? Am I, or is that Zodiac? I have am, no am idea. I getting, am I, I getting no too confused? About this world. I just know Gemini. Maybe I'm getting him too confused. I just know I'm a Gemini because I'm told I'm a Gemini yeah. a lot recently, and I'm like, okay, what does that mean? And then usually it's good because Gemini's apparently are ballers. <laughs> so. Yeah, I think I'm getting too confused, but but, you, oh, but well. I, it amazes me, and yeah. and it's not an age thing. It's no? not. It's just a crazy Cause thing. Because I, I would say one, I mean, yeah, I mean, I've talked to a 40-year-old. I've talked to 28. Yeah. And then, yeah, I was just like, that's really weird. When did this come about? And why have I never noticed it before? And I don't know if it's just like all the crazies are left after our single. I think, I think I, I'll do, I'll try and dig up some research on that for I next would, week's I would show. love it. I would I'm going to dig up a little bit of research on, on the changing signs on? And, and, and if it's gotten, gained in popularity again. Because that was sort of something that was popular back in the 60s, I think. Well, when someone, like, on the first date talks to you about this, mm-hmm. it's like, man, this is one of those things, if I answer wrong. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. We're, I mean, this I'm could, out. This could go really good. <laughs> this could go really bad. And then... Uh, Can you imagine being that love is blind and she asks you if you're a Gemini and you say no and then for the next two weeks you sit there in silence because she doesn't want to talk to you anymore. Nope, can't talk to you. They probably had no, it. No, I pulled a... I'm not going to give that information out at this moment. There you go. Play it safe. Yeah. Until you get to see your boobs. All right. Last story. Quick hit before we end the show here because we are running long, Wednesdays. We offered are, you are, are some you, additional... Or you could pull the BS like, oh, I was, I'm a Gemini but that's not when I was born again. Oh, there you can play that angle. But you have to wait to hear what she is, so you know what the counter is. That's true. Because they believe that stuff. Love how people you work all the angles. That's what you got to do. Yeah, you you work those angles, bud. You got to gaslight them. Is that the term? <laughs> we'll talk about gaslighting I next week. I've got what, a lot of ideas I, now. I don't know what gaslighting. We'll talk is. about it next week. I'll, I'll I'll bring some info on it. Someone claimed I gaslighted them, and I go, man. I didn't touch you. <laughs> it has nothing to do with physical touch. Quick hit here before the end of the show. Dick, are you familiar with what the Calhoun shot is, or also known as the Immaculate Connection? No. No, you don't. And it was a basketball shot made by spectator Don Calhoun during a timeout of the third quarter in a Chicago Bulls-Miami Heat game in April of 1993. I remember this so what's interesting about this is it was a promotional shot that offered him one million dollars oh, yeah. if he could make a shot from the free throw line of the opposite end Damn, that's good. and he made it so that was pretty cool problem is the insurance company uh that was required to make the payoff american hole in one voided the payment because calhoun had played collegiate basketball which was a violation of of the rules. Well, there you go. There are the rules. However, the sponsors of the event, Coca-Cola and blah, 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 the Bulls decided they would cover the prize by giving him $50,000 for the next 20 years, which that finished up last year. Pretty darn cool, Wait, man. No, that would have been 13, 2013. So he didn't up. get a million. He got 50. He got $50,000 for 20 years to make up the million dollars. Oh, okay. Pretty cool, man. Chicago Bulls and a couple other... Uh, I thought you said he just got 50 grand. No, 50 grand for 20 years. And that finished up in 2013. So pretty cool. I remember that shot and I remember this controversy. It's really the shot that kind of changed promotional shots because 
you're never supposed to make them. And when he made it, it was like, crap, start digging in the rules. Well, I mean, we got to we got to yeah. null and I mean, void this somehow. It. I can see that. I thought, you know, it's funny when you're talking about this. I thought you were saying that there was a fan who was like on the sidelines and they mm-hmm. called a timeout and the ball bounced at his foot or something. And he took it up and just shot it like <laughs> that'd be cool just too. For fun. Yeah. And then he no, made it. This was part of a promotion. It was amazing. Have you seen? The, have you seen the promotion guy with the hot dog suit? I don't believe I have. It's a pretty good clip. Uh, he hits on the reporter lady. He's like, because she's like, "Are you ready to take your shot?" or something. And he says something like, "I was like, I already know I'm going to make this. Is the question is, am I going to make it with you or something oh. like that?" It was pretty good. I'll pull it up for you after after. Please this. do. And uh, but you know, onesies. Thank you so much for tuning in. I think we gave you an extra 15 minutes onesies just yeah. for you. I, Happy me. President's that Day. That was me. That it's was okay. me having fun. And I had top my head. I had to know about it. So I'm going to learn about gaslighting next week. Yeah, I will bring I'm some. I'm really excited about that. Yes. I think I've, I've run across an, uh, an article about the eight top eight signs of gaslighting. But is it so, real? I, oh, yes, I feel it's like gaslighting no, it's real. is another name for something else. No. Just being a butthead. No. We'll cover it next week. Okay, cool. Because can you use it in a court of law? Probably not. Yeah, so it's not real. Sorry. All right, audience one show at gmail.com. Reach out with your stories and craziness. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next Wednesday here on Audience of One. Make sure to look us up on podcast. Uh, just Audience of One show. We're on YouTube on Lone Star Community Radio and Facebook Lone Star Community Radio. And of course, our Facebook show page at Audience of One Show. So look us up. Andrew, always a pleasure. Awesome. See you next week.